0: Hi Denise.
1: Are we on the air already?
0: I don't know, are we? <laughs>
1: I don't know. But are you eating Doritos? Doritos it is.
0: I'm drinking Doritos. They did not pay for this sponsor spot. So first off, apologies to Magic Spoon and Manscaped and wow, Helix. Wow, you're breaking
1: the rules, Sean. And
0: Chew, and all of our great sponsors, but another one of our sponsors, Ron Patel sponsored No Profanity September, and as you know, we ordered like twelve hundred dollars worth of supplies for uh, for families in need, for shelters in need, a lot of good stuff. Big shout out to Ron Patel. But he said, as I was ordering that stuff through your Amazon link, by the way, got you a kickback there.
1: Oh, I saw. I went it, on my analytics page.
0: Yeah, he said, "Hey, go ahead and order yourself some Doritos too." And I think I messaged you, and I said, "What's the best flavor?" And you said, "Fruit punch."
1: No, wait, 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 wait. No correction. I gave you different options. I told you tamarindo. I told you uh, mandarin. I told you lime. But I told you that I get fruit punch. But I, those are not. But fruit punch is not necessarily like the best flavor.
0: It's good. It's good. You like it for real? Yes, I do. And I, there's, I mean, there's probably a handful of sodas that I actually like, like, that are regular sodas. Like, I drink Pepsi, and that's probably it if it's got actual honest to God calories in it. This stuff's pretty good. Maybe we can get a sponsor. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It's October 19th. We're here to talk the raw season premiere on Fightful.com. We'll go ahead and get this plug out of the way. I interviewed Sammy Callahan it's up on Fightful. I've got a new enhancement stories dropping this weekend. Big Swole. Here's what I do. Sometimes if I interview somebody that I know is going to be a surefire star, I'll be like, hey, tell me about your experience doing an enhancement match or sometimes with veterans. Uh, I'm doing pretty good so far, Denise. I predicted Britt Baker and Big Swole. I got them like two years ago. I put it in a can and now I released it. So, uh,
1: Finally,
0: Yeah, so I, I like to do that because it can be a little hard to get AEW or WWE interviews here and there. But uh, a programming announcement in two weeks. I will be rejoining the Wednesday Night War podcast. I wanted to announce that off the top. Uh, I stepped away in June. I had some personal and some health issues. But uh, Warren Hayes will be moving on. I want to thank him so much for all that he's done for Fightful. Uh, he and I have had great chemistry on shows from SmackDown to Wednesday Night War to uh, Retro Reviews, uh, thank I want to thank him so much. Keep following him and what he does at YouTube.com slash hayes. The show will uh, start at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Denise, covering these shows in a different manner, I've realized that, like, you know what? I don't know if people can actually get both AEW and NXT watched by 10.10, so I'm pushing it back a little bit. I'm going to start them at
1: 10.30. 10.30 what time zone? Eastern time?
0: Yes, yes. Come on. What oh, am I going to be waiting till know. one? Th- uh, although- I don't
1: know time zones. That's I'm, I was trying to do the math and we're going head to head against each other. Because I, do- I go on an hour after. So are we going head to head?
0: Probably like for 15 that... minutes, probably for like very, very little. Because our show is only going to last right. about an hour. Well, it's we not gonna...
1: Wednesday Night Wars too, between you, you and I here, too. No,
0: I did interview GCW's Brett Lauderdale at like 10.30 your time the other night. I interviewed him from one thirty to 2.30 in the morning. It was nuts. But uh, yeah, yeah, I will be uh, hosting the Wednesday Night War podcast. It will be a little bit of a different format, so uh, make sure you guys tune in. Make sure you go, guys go bid uh, Warren... Uh, ado as well give him some respect as he as he leaves but leave a thumbs up subscribe donate a super check your question or statement read on the air should I even plug Fightful Select not right now because there's plenty of Fightful Select stuff that we can talk about on tonight's show Denise because I was just breaking stories all over the place
1: yeah I get the email straight to my email and I see a bunch of them that's how email works
0: That's how email works. You get them straight to your email. Uh, Denise, season premiere of Raw, as things stand, how did you feel about this show?
1: I thought that there was a lot of unfortunate decisions that were made throughout the show. When the best thing on the show was El Gran Gordo, that's not saying a lot.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. There were... I'm going to reserve some of me uh, going off because, I mean, I think there were some things that a few people expected me to go off about. And you know what? People keep saying, give them the benefit of the doubt. Give them the benefit of the doubt. All right. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give the company that called Lars Sullivan the freak 22 times in one television segment, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt.
1: Is this because you're on the AEW payroll, Sean?
0: Yeah, it must be. <laughs> you pay attention to the is trolls. Is this why? See, here's the thing. Denise, you're becoming one of my biggest trolls on social media.
1: I know. I don't even know how it happened. I just like to, I like to bully people. That's terrible. You do.
0: You do like to bully people. But how about this? I don't know when my Halloween costume is going to be finalized. So I'm trying to think in my head. When can I be on the air with Denise to reveal this? When can I make it happen? Because Denise, you're gonna pull a Sid at WrestleMania 13. Do you know what that means?
1: Explain.
0: You're gonna shit your pants, Denise. I hate you. You're gonna you're gonna colonel Robert Parker at Fall Brawl ninety four yourself. You're gonna CM Punk on SmackDown yourself. That's what you're gonna do.
1: <laughs> Luck. Luck. You know what? My costume's gonna be good too, but I came in here good hearted. I was gonna go about this like a gentlewoman, but no, you're going about this in a mean, mean way.
0: Oh, you're gonna shit your pants. Hashtag Denise is gonna shit her pants. I want you guys to send that to her. Whether it be on the Sports to post show, the WrestleTalk Talk post show, on Instinct Culture, go to the Figure Four online forums. Hashtag Denise is gonna shit her pants. It's gonna happen.
1: You know what, Sean Rossap? I am a lady and ladies do not shit their pants.
0: What? Yeah, oh, you're gonna. You're gonna. It's gonna happen. Hot diggity dog. We got some super you know chats to no get show. into. I'm gonna I get no a feeling, show the show. I get a feeling some of these super chats are going to say, hashtag Denise is going to shit her pants. Um, and and I've scaled back the cursing. Evan Wright even says, poopsie daisy. That's right. Evan Wright also says, the show was abysmal. That's the word. Yeah, uh, there were some things I liked about it. Injection two cases. Sean, I have a question. Do you think it's nasty to put mac and cheese and dressing together in a bowl and eat it? Dressing? What do you mean like? Like mayo or Miracle Whip? Yeah, that's... oh. Gross. Gross. oh. I wouldn't do that. I'm about to throw up. Throwback27 says, Have a kick-ass show, guys. Extremely bad evening. Much love for this community and friends. Thank you, Sean, Rob, Wild Boy, and everyone else. Hey, we're thinking of you, buddy. Hope you feel better soon. I know that uh you got a lot going on. So send your love to Throwback, guys. He is one of our good friends here at Fightful. But the opening, we got a new Raw theme. It's The Search by NF, which is the same uh, thing they used for Bianca's promo last week. I like it a lot better than the Skillet song. And I like some of Skillet's music, but I-, I think this fits a little bit better.
1: I like it, but I feel like it always takes me a while to get used to it. So I'm not used to it, but I don't hate it whatsoever. I actually like the new theme, but I haven't necessarily like gotten with it just yet.
0: Yeah, I- I'm going to enjoy it a lot a lot more than I will the, the skillet theme going forward. I I know that's for sure because I went to an ep. It was the last SmackDown before Royal rumble in like 2010. And there's a skillet song that was the Royal rumble theme. And when you're there live, you hear that song 50 times throughout the night. And it was nuts, but we had the fiend kicking off raw. I thought it was a really good idea to do his full entrance for the season premiere of raw. Realistically, Ain't nobody tuning in for the season premiere of Raw because it is such. But if you're going to do that, I think that reminding people that this guy has one of the best interests in wrestling is a pretty good idea.
1: I liked the opening. I especially liked that Alexa Bliss sort of kicked off the show. I, I After that, the entrance and Alexa Bliss was about everything that I liked up until that point, and then I think things sort of went downhill.
0: Yeah, I liked that Alexa Bliss out there. But Retribution came to the ring and surrounded The Fiend. They could not have booked Retribution much worse tonight.
1: Retribution looked awful today. And I I don't know if it's like that was always the intention or maybe it was because of the fan backlash and how people have been, you know, what they've been saying about Retribution on social media and whatnot. Or if this was always the plan for Retribution because it feels like so much effort was put into them and making them a big deal or whatever to now. I mean, we went weeks and weeks where they were, you know, a mystery. Then we get them. Then we we find out who's in retribution. And now like this was embarrassing. Tonight was a really embarrassing night for retribution.
0: Yeah. I know it wasn't the plan all along because they didn't have a plan all along. They never had a plan all along. Woof. Uh, The fiend disappears. When Retribution shows up and the Hurt Business shows up, Cedric does a giant TopeCon Hilo on everyone. So they have to be pulled apart. they got to be just pulled apart and ripped apart. So they go to a commercial. Well, Denise, a commercial lasts probably like, what, three minutes, three something like that. Yeah. Then we come back and there's an oddly timed Matt Riddle vignette, which is the same audio we've heard from his original vignettes, just with updated video. And then we come back. And you got members of Retribution and Hurt Business on the other sides of the ring waiting to get at each other. And I'm like, have they been waiting there for four minutes? They had to wait through that silly-ass Matt Riddle vignette. Oh, Slapjack gets— Probably even more than four minutes there. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. But,
1: you know, for a second, though, when they were all, like, you know, circling around The Fiend and Alexa Bliss, for a second— I thought that maybe we were wrong about Mustafa Ali and that it was actually going to be something with like The Fiend taking over Retribution. They teased it for a second and I was like oh is this what they're going with this? And everybody on my timeline, because I started watching Raw late today, everybody on my timeline was telling me like stop watching, stop watching it's awful. So I had no idea what was going to happen at this point but I did think for a second that The Fiend was going to be like the real leader of Retribution.
0: I did too. I thought for a split second that's the way it was going to go but they didn't do that uh, instead we get the hurt business tapping out T-Bar to a full Nelson. The Fiend's music plays during some of this. I have no notes. Ali and Slapjack worked the majority of it because they they're the smaller guys. They're getting the heat. There's not a lot to talk about within the context of the match because there were two commercials in this segment, but T-Bar taps out to the full Nelson. Oh, having the biggest guy on the team tapping out their first match that had a definitive ending, Denise. This is bad.
1: It was bad. Like, really, really bad. Like, I, I'm i telling you, I didn't think that Retribution would get completely, make them look like, you know, like fools. They look like geeks. They look like nerds. It looked really, really bad, the fact that he tapped out. It. And I get it. If it's anybody else, okay, fine. Tap whatever but these are supposed to be these like you know rambunctious group of rebels or whatever you want to describe them as but they're supposed to be cool right isn't that the idea of retribution that they're supposed to be cool because they're standing up to this corporate entity and the fact that he just tapped i mean it was it was not good at all
0: it it was not i'd rather them have rolled somebody up or just pinned but to have him tap out into a full nelson not the most imposing finisher ever, even if it's from Lashley, oh man, they already beat this team,
1: and it's not even like Hurt business really needed a clean win over them. They didn't they didn't need it i This was very disappointing i for 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 tonight, I was rooting for retribution <laughs> i at least I wasn't like rooting for them, but I was expecting more for them. <laughs>
0: Rakshit Kana says, can WWE botch retribution even more? It's outrageous. Well, yeah. The Fiend comes out and beats him up. And T-Bar has to save Mustafa Ali. These guys came up and beat up everybody on the roster. they I mean, come on. You all know what happened. You all were, hopefully, I assume, watching the shows. And if not, hopefully you were listening to us complain about it. They never had a plan for these guys. Never had a plan for these guys. And it's showing. Evan Wright says, Slapjack got knocked TF out from what I saw. Can't pretend I even cared that much because they were throwing this away. Their biggest angle on Raw. They were throwing it away in the opening of Monday Night Raw. So there's no way there was going to be a satisfying ending. No freaking way. Nerd Guru says, Vince McMahon's finger is so far away from the pulse It is embarrassing. Yeah, it is. And it's been that way for a long time. He's 70-something. He does not get it anymore. Maybe at some point he'll have, like, some flashes. But dang. The Jam one. Ryan B. Jam says, Retribution doesn't look buried, but that whole thing made them look weak. Teabag tapping and getting destroyed by one guy makes them look weak. It does. Even if that one guy is the fiend, Denise. Because we have seen the fiend beaten up by one guy in the past. Has Retribution ever
1: even won a match now that I'm thinking back to this? Because I remember they lost their debut match. Didn't they? I feel like they, they did. It
0: was a DQ. They didn't, they didn't have a, a
1: finish.
0: It was a DQ. Okay. Yeah. It was a DQ or there no contest.
1: There you go. That doesn't count at all. So it's <sighs> like... It's not what I was expecting from this from from these guys at all, especially because, again, it just does not fall in line with their character work. And that's the thing is that if you're doing different characters, different things with people, then you got to have different, you know, you know, different endings for their matches. It just it doesn't work. And now it's like one of what what's going on with retribution, I feel is almost similar to what's happening with Keith Lee, but in different ways that at the same time fall in line with each other.
0: Rob Wilkins says, "Got scared for a second. Thought you were gonna say uh, Wilkins instead of Parker." Denise, congrats on your new gigs. Val Venus would approve. Six out of ten. Raw. Yeah, congrats to Denise. She'll be doing some work with Collider and Pro Wrestling Sheet. You're a little bit of everywhere. How how does it feel knowing that out of all these jobs you pick up, I'm still the best boss that you have?
1: <laughs> I is I. That was not the question I was expecting from you. <laughs> Wait, you're my best boss, but yet you bully me on social media. You harass me. I do your jobs. You attack in my fandom. And what else do you do? You you do a bunch of other stuff that I can't come think on. of right now. Come
0: on, Riccino lives of, an I hour said, from me. Boy. You boy.
1: Wait, no, you made fun of when I said sit come Listen. When it was sitcom, had you not said anything, no one would have noticed.
0: Listen, listen, I paved the way for Fightful Personalities to appear overseas on WrestleTalk. I did that. I helped, I helped pave the way. Chino lives like an hour from me, and he said, you know what? I love that Sean Ross Sapp so much, I gotta get his Monday co-host. Let's call her up. And of course, the great Dave Meltzer respects me so much. He looked up, he looked up to me as a child. When he was growing up, he said, I, one day I want to grow up to get scoops like Sean Ross Sapp. And you know what? I want a great woman like Denise Salcedo also on my website. That is a direct quote, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I think that's the case. I'm pretty sure that's the way it happened. And let anyway. me
1: guess, you also inspired Taylor Swift to write all of her eight albums.
0: Bob Harris says, SRS costume, Taylor Swift? Uh, how about no? We won't go with that one. Uh Jose Flores says, SRS, take Andy Dalton back. I'd gladly take Andy Dalton as my backup quarterback. I do not care how they're doing with the Cowboys. He has not uh been he's not the starter, so you're not gonna you're you're it's gonna take some adjustment there, but I'd love to have him back in Cincinnati. He's a great guy. Tim Traver says, Hope everyone enjoys the audio pod I did. Yeah, Tim did a, a show with Throwback. Make sure you check out his uh his podcast feed to check that out. Uh, Wild Boy says, dressing is another name for stuffing. Maybe he meant Thanksgiving with his mac and cheese. Uh, Okay, that's a little bit more forgivable, I guess. Uh, I do like stuffing. And Injection2K says, sorry for my poor explanation in my last post. If you stop making sense of WWE and sit back and watch, it'll be a little more enjoyable. Don't say that to me. Do not say that to me. Ignorance is bliss, Sean. No, no, that, that is ridiculous, and I hate it when people say that. I hate it when people say, just sit back and enjoy it. It ain't my job to sit back and enjoy it. If you guys want to sit back and enjoy it, have at it. I fully encourage everybody to enjoy things to the most of their ability. To make it enjoyable to me, it needs to make sense. It needs to make sense. And they did that with Ali a little bit later on. It was pushed and creative, and it came through. FightfulSelect.com reported this this morning that Mustafa Ali would reveal himself as the SmackDown hacker. This was a way to get them on TV. It was less effective after they got beat and then beat up by one guy. But, Denise, I am so happy that they at least mentioned it, that they at least said, hey, we got this gimmick. We need to wrap it up. Let's go ahead and mention it. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I, I honestly thought we were just not going to hear about it at all. But that Mustafa promo was fantastic. And had they only maybe even just done that before this whole retribution burial, it would have made, uh, I don't know if it would have made a difference. I'm, maybe I'm wrong there. But it, maybe it wouldn't have been, the promo would not have been received as like, all right, yeah, you're saying all this great stuff, but like it would just happened to you earlier on on the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um i was so happy they did this. This stuff was just, it, it's its so easy to do. It's like, okay, you never have to mention it again, but you tied it up. You gave it some finality. You ha- you were going to do something with it, but you didn't. So I, I'm glad that they did that. Uh, I wish the booking made sense as well. Uh, later on, Titus O'Neil pitches himself to be in the Hurt business, and they say they're in business, but then they attack him. This was, I mean, I guess a, a way to make them look like heels, but I, you got three heel acts. You basically had 12 heels fighting each other in the opening segment between Hurt Business Retribution and Fiend, which I'm okay with. It's just not the way WWE tends to do stuff.
1: I don't mind it because I almost felt like every single week, you know, MVP was trying to recruit someone new, someone new to the Hurt Business, and it's kind of like, okay, we're not just accepting everybody. At least there's that feeling that, hey, you got to be somebody special that we want you to be part of this.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, FightfulSelect.com also reported this weekend that uh, Jordan the Ninja, as we knew him from Akira Tozawa's act, the bouncer from uh, Raw Underground, Jordan Omagbehan, would be serving as AJ Styles' enforcer or his bodyguard. This is something that was talked about before the pandemic actually and they finally did it what do you think about giving AJ Styles a heater he is 43 years old you got to adjust the act at some point but he Jordan got in the ring and threatened the ref after the ref threatened him to leave the ring how'd you feel about this
1: I like the fact that they put him up with a bodyguard. It's something different, something that you know, we haven't really seen with AJ Styles. And it works too, because AJ Styles, he's incredibly talented, but he's a very, very small guy. And if you think about like the stereotype for small guys, short guys is that they have this like, big ego, right, that they're egotistical or they have to make up for what they lack for in size. So I think the fact that you know, having a bodyguard contributes to that aspect of you know, your basic stereotype of short guys. So I like how this all played off, but I like the fact that you know AJ Styles is selling himself and really like saying, like, you know, he's here and blah blah blah, he's gonna make all these like things happen, whatever. And then his bodyguard is literally just standing there, like, stern face. I thought that was cool,
0: yeah. I did too. I think that uh, he's got to grow, and if you're gonna have somebody to grow with, AJ Styles is a pretty solid option. I, I think that would be a, a good idea. Um, it's just I hope they go through with it and don't just like completely abandon it because they have a habit of doing that, especially with with muscle. They they just have a habit of bringing people on, then abandoning them. Jackson Andrews comes to mind when they had him with Tyson Kidd. They do that, and then they're like, ah, okay, let, let's move away from this. Uh, they even, I mean, they did it with Biggie and Dolph Ziggler after a while, but. A fine match. Riddle does his rolling German suplex or uh, gut wrench suplexes and did a, a nice fisherman suplex. But he walks into Jordan, rolls in, gets kicked and hit with a Styles clash. And that Styles clash looked a little funky. Riddle wasn't getting his arms around, or he was
1: swinging too much, or something it was weird because it felt like like AJ Styles really struggled to get it in there.
0: It looked like Riddle's Riddle would swing his arm like every time that Styles would swing his leg, and like they were just off. And uh, this was their third match since the summer. So Raw has drafted rematches from SmackDown. A fine match, but Riddle's dead in the water right now. Like they, he's just dead in the water, unfortunately. Him, it
1: didn't feel like anything new, you know, having AJ and Matt Riddle. Yeah, it was a good match, but at the same time, I didn't necessarily think that it made Matt Riddle look that great. And I don't know if this is obviously because of what's going on in his personal life or not his personal life, but I guess his public outside of his character life. But it feels like okay, with this match, the way he was, you know, looking, he, he was. It didn't come across good for him. He kind of looked like he was being like a scaredy cat, sort of, which I, which I thought was great, okay? But it just didn't work for me.
0: Yeah. Uh, we get a super chat. By the way, do a super chat. Get your question or statement read on the air. Throwback 27 says, if you need to improve your moveset and not be like Mike Tyson Punch-Out, losing a game of 8-bit Nintendo, upgrade your game to 16 bits. Blue Chew. Well, we don't have Blue Chew on the docket tonight, throwback. And I do I do appreciate the super chat. And appreciate the segue, but whether you got eighteen bits, sixteen bits, thirty-two bits, sixty-four bits, or nine thousand RPM, Denise, nine thousand RPM. What are talking about? What I'm am nine. I talking about? The Ow. manscaped weed whacker. 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Listen up, fellas. New Manscaped product alert. They just released the Weed Whacker. And I know we talk about whacking an awful lot on this show. But it's the nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror. You're going to see hair sticking out when you're getting older. It's time to keep them looking clean. You can't, you can't look clean. You got hair just growing out of everywhere.
1: Girls don't like that, by the way. It grosses us out big Ex- time.
0: Exactly. It grosses women out. And, and I know a lot of you have been home. You've been uh, living. I mean, come on. Let's be real. Me, Sean Ross Sapp, you, you know the drill. During the pandemic, during the winter, nothing but pure 100% sweat pant touches this skin. And if that's happening with you guys, you're probably not caring for yourself, but I am. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their weed whacker. It provides proprietary skin-safe technology. It helps prevent nicks, snags, tugs in the delicate holes. So it's not just your sack and your bag that's getting that care. It's all them holes, Denise. It's intelligently contoured design, enhances the trimming experience, and it is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning, and you know it's important. When you're dealing with your holes, you need operation to be easy. You need the cleaning to be easy. You ever pulled a nose hair out with, like, a tweezers or something? It hurts. Maybe worse than nicking your ball sack. Doubt it, but maybe... So use the Weed Whacker. 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. So upgrade your routine with the Weed Whacker. Get up 20% off and and free shipping. I just saw that here on the read. Free shipping? No, I just want to tell you guys. The read isn't much of a read as much as it's me just saying things. But Use that code FIGHTFUL at manscaped.com. Keep your pubes trimmed. Keep your holds clean, if you know what I mean. Manscaped.com, code Fightful, 20% off plus free shipping. Go whack your weeds. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. You know I'll tell you guys to whack at any opportunity that you can get. Denise?
1: I have a comment.
0: Do you? First
1: of all, yes, first of all. I forgot that guys had holes and you really put some ugly images in my head. Of course. Secondly, they've... secondly, did you see Jeff Cobb's tweet? He said, Hey, who here has tried products from at manscaped only heard great results. Need some feedback.
0: Well, there you go. There you go. He's going to have beautiful, clean holes soon. I mean, we already know the man smells wonderful probably like pineapples. That's that's what. When, do you remember that when Elgin was like, "Oh, he stinks." And people are like, "No, he doesn't. He smells wonderful." Jeff Cobb takes care of himself. I bet you guys probably need to as well. <sighs> Trevor L says, "Someone make a montage of Denise's reactions." <laughs> Terry Allen Jr. says, "AJ or Daniel could have been Victors at Money in the Bank." I mean, anybody could have been. Sure. But, yeah, I, I anybody but Otis would have been good. Eloquent says, how did you like the G1, that Osprey heel turn? That was the highlight for me. The Osprey heel turn, the Ibushi win. Uh, it, I, I was digging it. Denise, I know you watched a lot of it.
1: Yeah, and I'm actually the two. I have to watch the last two nights still because I've been, like, watching everything. So I'm watching the two nights tomorrow. So I already know the results, but I'm obviously still going to watch the matches.
0: Reminder, guys, donate a super chat get your question or statement right on the air. Demon Diva, friend of the site, says, Super chat for my dog, Roman, who made his Raw debut tonight. Roman was in the Thunderdome. I saw that. Uh, Roman so cute. is a little duty. The Nerd Guru says, Is Retribution set up for something big for Survivor Series? Or are we doing red shirts versus blue shirts versus yellow shirts? But if I had that info, I would report it. I do not have that info, and I doubt they're set for anything big. Denise, what do you think?
1: Uh, see, I, don't, I feel like we will be seeing that. I feel like because they have done it in the past, we might see it again.
0: Yeah. Evan Wright says, John Silver, appreciation super chat for breaking both Anna J and Chris Statlander on BTE. Had to send for both of them. The guy is hilarious. That guy is getting himself over big time on BTE. He's amazing. Elias performs a song. It didn't suck.
1: Lead Me Home. It's not my style of music, but... Yeah, it didn't what suck, I
0: guess. It was better than anything t- Taylor's put out. He he has, be- he has set the template for successful transition from Southern music to pop music, Denise.
1: Please. I'm not even going to indulge that.
0: I got to say that one of my favorite parts about this is Jeff Hardy popping up like, I didn't hit you with a car. Here's me swinging a guitar at your head.
1: I didn't hit you with a car, so I'm going to hit you with a guitar because it's just you know, what I do when I want to apologize to people.
0: Yeah, they're wrestling at Hell in a Cell. I thought the concert was pretty good
1: Call quitgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
0: Match, sure. we are going to face each other six times.
1: I saw people on Twitter complaining that they didn't like the way Elias did the performance. I mean, I think they were expecting him to put a little bit of like more oomph into it, but I thought it was fine.
0: I grew up in the day of Jeff Jarrett concerts. I ain't complaining about Elias. Come on. Come on. Firefly Funhouse. There's some Wu-Tang lyrics on Raw, but it's it's all right. Alexa Bliss joins in, but sure. She looks, like, really cool doing this. She's really good at this. What do you think about it?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, straight from, like, since this all started, she's been—they feed off of each other very well. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. This would not have worked with anybody else other than Alexa Bliss.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I think that she's really coming into her own in doing this, and I dig it. I, I think that she's— Doing this to a best the best of her ability, it is not easy to do a storyline like this. In 2020, when people, I mean, they love horror movies, but come on, we, we know that like a lot of this stuff isn't realistic, and it's hard for some people to suspend their disbelief, so I, I think they're doing a great job, or she is, especially. Oblivious Carrie says, Bray's going to need some of that stuff you advertise. I don't think he does, he's got two kids, he's doing alright. The Jam on Ryan B. Jam says this show was terrible. Only bright spot was the Elias concert in the match between Riddle and AJ. Although I did laugh when Otis came out. Uh, Otis was not on this show, Ryan. So I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Cyclops is better than Wolverine says I think it's time to put the belt on Bliss. I think Alexa is the one that eventually beats Asuka right now. Uh, even though Lana should have tonight. Let's talk about it. You think Lana should have tonight? Well, yeah, she's the best. She's number one.
1: Lana number one. Yeah.
0: Well, Oscar almost immediately grabbed an Oscar lock. Lana got to the ropes. But there was a wonky little kick trade spot where I think it was well intended. And Lana ended up hitting some good ones. But then Oscar lock submission. This is harmless for me. I don't mind it. Lana won a battle royal that anybody can win and got her title shot. I had some people saying, like, oh, Sean, aren't you upset when people like Zelina win one match and get a title shot? Well, no, not when it's a battle royal for a title shot. That gives you a reason to bypass the fact that somebody hasn't really won a bunch. So I thought this was fine. It's it's a title match on Raw and it's Lana. Sure, whatever. It did not bother me at all.
1: I prefer seeing these types of matches and all than seeing Asuka who's the champion put in these like six-man tag matches or all of these, you yep. know, mess of things where she doesn't even belong. It's like she's your champion protect her and treasure her a little bit more so I do agree in the sense where yeah Lana earned this opportunity you know earn in a different sort of perspective but she earned it and they had their match Asuka won she's a champion I mean who else is she's going to be facing They're you know they're just getting started with you know new talent coming onto Raw but even then there still hasn't been that many
0: yeah and I- I'm completely fine with this I like when they do it in AEW a lot like they had no plans for Jake Hager at the top of the cards. They were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get him like four or five wins. We'll have him face John Moxley for the title. Moxley will beat him. Everybody knows he's going to beat him. But So what? It's a title match. It's a fine match. And Jake Hager can go back to doing what he's doing. I like that. I wouldn't mind if they did that with like Peyton Royce or somebody. If they're not going to push her big, give her a few wins and then say, okay, she's got a title shot on Raw. Oscar can beat her, and at least maximize what you're doing here.
1: But I feel like that's the problem, though, right now for the Raw Women's Division is that we're not—we're oh, either seen. Yeah, there you're are like, problems. problems.
0: There are lots we're not of problems.
1: Anybody get built up to even be somewhat of a worthy opponent for Oscar or whoever the champion would be? It didn't matter. We're seeing the same thing. We're seeing the same tag matches over and over. The same random, you know, six woman tag whatever and then you know you have this you know you just had the battle royal and then some meaningless matches for oscar but there really isn't anything or anybody coming up that i feel would be something good for oscar or for for just that
0: this person didn't send a super chat so i'm not gonna say their name but they sarcastically said who's she gonna face Shayna f and baszler you know what i'm sick of i'm sick of oscar defending the title and being involved in the tag title program, I'm tired of that. You got a bunch of people exactly. on the Raw Women's roster. You got Asuka, Alexa Bliss, Charlotte Flair, Dana Brooke, Lacey, uh, Lana, Mandy, Nikki Cross, Nia, Peyton. Uh, you got Reckoning from Retribution, Shayna. You got a bunch of people in that roster. Asuka doesn't need to always be in the tag title picture too. The tag title champ, or the tag champs don't always need to be coming after the world title either. Those tag titles were created so you could highlight more women, not the same amount of women. Nia Jax came out and put Lana through a table. It's funny. It's very funny. It's not going to stop being funny anytime soon to me. It stopped
1: being funny already to me. I get bored. I'm just like, all right, here we go again. This is happening again. I think after the, you know, this was the fifth time. The last two times I was like, all right, I'm out already.
0: I love it. I think it's great. Lana is great at, at doing it. Oscar fended them off, and I'm like, whatever. But I, I saw Oscar in the tag title picture throughout the summer. I don't need to see that again. Highlight more women. There,
1: there needs to be a separation between okay, these are the women that are going for the tag team bouts, and these are the women that are going and trying to earn their way up to become the you know the women's champion. Like, I feel there really needs to be a clear. A clear path for certain women and right now it just feels like it's just it's anybody's anything and it's not working because then you get messes like like you said putting oscar in these tag matches and for me that doesn't make the woman's the raw woman's title look that prestigious like that should be like oh like she's on another level like she like for me to even be in a match with her would be a big deal and that it doesn't feel that way right now
0: A few plugs for this week. Check out The Distraction, Tuesdays and Thursdays. The List and Ya Boy, our weekly news show on Wednesday. This weekend's a big one. We've got UFC coverage. Shaquille Majuri and David Tees have been rocking it. This is a rare afternoon UFC pay-per-view. Habib versus Gaethje. It's going to be awesome. Then later that night, Impact Bound for Glory. I am doing a live post-show. Make sure you guys tune in. Then Hell in a Cell this Sunday. I'll be doing a post-show after that as well. Check it out, guys. And we got lots of interviews dropping this week. Up next was one of the most nonsensical... over, And boy, is that saying something on this show. One of the most nonsensical things on the show. Cyclops is better than Wolverine since a super chat and kicks it off. Why break up Peyton to put her on a random team? Well, I don't get the feeling this team is going to last very long, but Nia and Shayna say that they both run the division. They challenge anyone to come out and do something about it. Mandy and Dana come out, and I say... Cool. That makes sense. They've been teaming together. They've been winning matches, Denise. I was all okay with this at first. But it doesn't end there. Oh, it doesn't end there, Denise. Then it's Lacey Evans, and I think, who did they... Who did they... What? Why? I couldn't even form the thought But I do like that they were trying to one-up each other. They were trying to upstage each other. But why would you split Billy and Peyton if that's the case? Make no mistake. I love the Iconics together. I think that Billy Kay can be, and I mean this, the greatest women's comedic wrestler in North American history. I think she is that funny. I think she's hilarious. And there are some people that look at that as an insult. I don't. I do not Torriano, because it
1: would be different. Yeah. There's like no difference in a lot of the people that we've seen right now on
0: television. Santino Morella had a great career. Torriano has had a great career. Eric Young as a comedic wrestler had a great career and now he's doing great stuff.
1: And notice how you named all men.
0: Yes. There, there have not been a lot of women that do that. Jillian Hall. That wasn't good. That was not good. No, that was, that was gross. Jillian Hall, a, little, a lot of people don't know this. She was capable of doing like 450s and stuff. They they took the athleticism away from a woman like that. They're not short on athletes right now. Oh, and then, I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to go off. They brought the Riot Squad out, and I love the Riot Squad. I think they could be this generation's jumping bomb angels. I think they're that good. But they are a SmackDown team. Now, I had so many people saying, oh, well, there were a lot of Raw people on the the SmackDown premiere. Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait and go off about this. Because Seth Rollins did his farewell last week. So, so, okay, I won't go off about this. But it's stupid, Denise, because they didn't win the match, and they didn't lose the match. So why have them in the match? It was
1: pointless and them being there made no difference didn't change anything nothing I honestly this was not good at all they could have easily just done you know just Shayna Naya Mandy and Dana and that's it even. But they had, I feel like, see, that's the problem with the women's division is that they feel they have to include everybody, or else, oh man, we didn't include this person. People are going to get mad, or whatever, or we need to include, you know, more women, more women. Make it feel important. And it didn't feel important to have, you know, the riot squad there. It just really didn't.
0: (sighs) We had a super chat. I I wish I could remember who sent it. My apologies, but they mentioned that. Jimmy asked me how long it'd be before they screwed up the brand split, and I said they wouldn't after this week. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, it was Evan Wright. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they won't after tonight. Because they said, last chance? Last chance for what, Denise? It was not a title match. And it's not their last chance, because Shayna and Nia can come over to SmackDown and defend those damn titles.
1: That's true. See, I almost fell for that, like, because when they said it, I was like, all right, yeah, last chance, and that's it. I didn't put any extra thought into that.
0: Unreal. See, Lace- there you
1: go. Ignorance is bliss.
0: Oh, man. Lacey gets dragged outside, uh, or uh, Lacey gets Samoan dropped. It, they, WWE needs a showrunner to make sense of the stuff they do. It insults the intelligence of the viewer. Guys, I'm telling you, if you're going to tell me, oh, stop trying to make sense of it, watch another show. This ain't the one for you. This ain't the guy but, for you. Sorry.
1: But it's like that for everything though, just not not just wrestling. It's like you oh, watch no. a TV series, you're no. gonna go out and you're gonna, you know, analyze the storylines and not you're gonna talk about like. the characters.
0: Not the ones oh. I like.
1: I'm sorry. Are oh, you, you oh just I, thought, a I thought you meant none show? of them
0: made sense. I thought you meant no, none of them. No,
1: no. I'm just saying that like fans of shows, like they critique what they watch. Even if they're fans, they still critique what they watch, and that's normal.
0: Yes. I was about to crack this bottle and come at you. Jagged edge. You
1: know, I was like, what are you talking about? Ooh,
0: I have so many people that are like, Oh, but all kinds of shows don't make sense. Not real, not the ones that I like. They tend to not a baseline making sense. That that's pretty easy. That's pretty easy for me. And I had so many people saying, "Oh, they're the raw tag team division, or the women's tag team division. They can jump brands. No, they can't. That ain't the rule. The rule is the champs can do that. They don't do subtle in WWE. They treat you like you're a six year old moron and make sure you know it."
1: That's just mean, Sean. <sighs> they do.
0: Nerd Guru says, See, it's I not, don't
1: feel that way.
0: <laughs> Nerd Guru says, it's not Oscar's fault, but Becky made that title feel like the biggest thing in the company. I mean, she was the biggest person in the company too. And Ken Shiro sends a super chat and says, felt bad. My question got answered without this. I appreciate you. Thank you for doing that. Uh, Evan Wright says, ODB is my favorite comedy woman ever. She did a good job of it. She did a really good. She's still getting booked by people. Still getting booked. And
1: because it was very unique, you never saw a woman really act that
0: way. Yeah. Kofi Kingston defeated Sheamus. They've only had one singles match in the last nine years. And this was a good one. They beat the crap out of each other. Sheamus did an awesome gunslinger. They countered the white noise with a leg sweep off the second rope. Trouble in Paradise gets the win. This was the longest match those two have ever had against each other. Uh, I did like that... Seamus called them two turds of the new day.
1: <laughs> Did you see my comment? Did no. you not see my comment? I don't
0: look at your Twitter. Well, so
1: I left you. I left you a comment on Did that you? post. Did you? <laughs> and it was funny. And what? now I feel bad that you didn't see it.
0: I'll be the judge of that. Let, let's see. Yes,
1: go read the comment that let's I left. see.
0: And I, I got to Google all, or I got to search all I of this. I used
1: some wordplay, and I would appreciate it if my wordplay was acknowledged on the show.
0: Oh, God. You finally get fractions. What? No,
1: fartions. fractions, Fractions. Farsions. Turds. Two-thirds. Two-thirds. You see? Wordplay, Sean. That tweet was that tweet was gold. I don't care what anyone says.
0: Oh, Denise. Denise no. Uh hey, the I nerd, got
1: likes on it. It was good.
0: The nerd guru says, "The whole show Kofi excluded made me feel dumb." Yeah, me too. Biggie was on the Thunderdome. Passed to DJ says, "If a single run doesn't work for Biggie, do you see him recruiting a new member to New Day?" No, I don't. I think they are New Day. There will be no extras. There will be no Darren Drozdob. There will be no Heidenreich. There won't even be a crush. There won't even be a guy that fits in with them really well. They are the New Day, Denise.
1: I I don't know. I mean, I had hopes for Keith Lee in terms that I was like, okay, this is the guy that's going to be pushed really well, and they're going to do good. And so I don't know if I necessarily have the same hopes for Biggie.
0: Evan Wright says, such a shame us people had to hear that. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, man. Colt Badeau says, "WWE ties in the hacker, has Otis reunite with Mandy and Tucker cleverly. Braun sells uh, his Roman match, but acts like we don't know who AJ's bodyguard is. They mentioned that we know who AJ's bodyguard is. They mentioned him being on Raw Underground. Uh, Sometimes they insult us, sometimes they don't. Yeah, I mean, but traditionally I expect them to treat you like you're a 10 year old kid uh, August 3 says Miz cut a fire promo on Otis don't know what you're talking about he was not on the show it makes me wish he'd do more serious stuff to see one more championship run out of him as a veteran fixing his mistakes uh, buddy I get I get what you mean and I think Miz has one more run in him for sure I think he's got a lot more than that because he's just 40 he's wrestling at least until 45 Denise
1: I get what you're saying, but I wouldn't want to see it. There's so many new talents. There's a million other people that I would put above above The Miz. And that's not taking anything away from The Miz. It's just being realistic that there's a lot of new impressive talent that can really – I've seen what The Miz can do, and it's great, but I think that we're ready for something new, and I think the fans would be ready for something new. So sort of circling back would probably not work for me.
0: I think he is one really serious promo away from being an upper mid-carder at any given time because he's done that a lot, and tonight was a really good one. Uh, By the way, guys, throw that thumbs up, tap that subscription, tap the notification bell as well. Let's see if I pronounce this correctly. Maquinaria Pesada. Did I say that right? I don't even know what you're trying to say. Maquinaria Pesada. Heavy machinery in Spanish, Denise. Say it.
1: Maquinaria pesada.
0: Maquinaria pesada. Did I do it right? (laughs) Pesada. I did it great. They defeated Miz and Morrison. (laughs) So Tucker confronts Miz and Morrison, says he's getting a tag team partner tonight. (sighs) So here's the thing. Earlier, everybody said, oh, it's it's their last opportunity on, on Raw with Riot Squad. Otis was never on Raw to have a last chance. And El Gran Gordo, I guess, is not on SmackDown. So that's how they brought him.
1: I'm just correcting your Spanish now.
0: Don't mind me. Doesn't that mean the big fat in Spanish?
1: But it's not how it works. Did you yeah. see my quote retweet? You're missing out on all my gems, Sean. I, I don't
0: appreciate this Twitter injustice. I run a, a live blog on fightfulselect.com. Over a thousand, wo- <laughs> I churn out over a thousand words on every single raw Denise.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just trying to tell you that that's not how it works. It's proper the way they said it. El gran gordo.
0: But doesn't it mean the big fat in Spanish?
1: Yeah, because well, you're just translating like the words singly. But just because they're they're in that order doesn't necessarily like mean that way. So it's like it's more like I don't know how to explain it. It's just like it's proper. It just does not doesn't mean like the, the like what you said though.
0: Whatever they had a match because a
1: explanation. People who speak Spanish will understand what I'm trying to well, say. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to too.
1: It's, it's just like you're saying like, I mean, I don't want to sound like bad, but it's like you're no, saying good. like the big fatty, like the grand, like the grand fat ass. Like that's what you're saying. Like essentially, okay you know, okay I good. just didn't want to say it
0: on the air. You're more experienced. It makes sense. I, I mean, if somebody posts something in Spanish, I don't run it through a Google translate and try to figure it out. I'm like, Hey, Carlos Toro, you speak the language. You're a lot better at this than me. Please help me not look like a moron. I would like you to help me not look like a moron, Denise. But no, you okay. quote tweet me and make me look bad.
1: <laughs> I did. I was like, this is not how it works.
0: <laughs> so, so, But Tucker's, I love it,
1: though. I love it. That Tucker's was my favorite find, part of the show.
0: Yeah, Tucker's got to find a partner. It's him. They win. Caterpillar and a Vader bomb win. Uh, the 24-7 geeks come through and distract everybody. And backstage, they celebrate with New Day and Mandy. It did make sense to have Mandy pop up. Like, why wouldn't she pop up there? So, I, I liked that. That was fine. It was, it was good-hearted and all that, but it didn't make any sense to let Otis on Raw, I- even in the mask. They just Aww, ne-
1: don't be a fun sucker. That was great.
0: Man. It was Man. my favorite
1: part of the show. I watched the segment twice.
0: Yikes. Yikes. You know what would go good with this, Denise?
1: What? Some Takis?
0: Cereal! Oh! What would you you say? say, Takis?
1: Takis? Those
0: little rolled chips? Yes, the red ones. They're delicious. Do you know how much junk is in those? Do you know how many carbs are in those?
1: Have you ever had hot Cheetos with cheese?
0: I don't want them!
1: Oh, you're missing out, Sean. You're missing out on some diabetes.
0: (laughs) One little serving. 140 calories of Takis, has 16 carbs in it, 8 grams of fat. Meanwhile, Magic Spoon, zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, only 3 net grams of carbs in each serving. I love cereal, but what I don't like is all the carbs, all the junk associated with it. And finally, Magicspoon.com, it'll help you out. It'll get you that protein. You won't be refilling your bowl of cereal. You'll be filled up after one bowl. That's what I love so much about Magicspoon.com. I try to cut down on carbs, sugar, and unhealthy food, especially during the pandemic. I know a lot of people are stuck in their house. I'm stuck in my house, and I'm working more than ever. So eating right is very, very important. They've got four flavors in their variety pack, Cocoa, Fruity, Frosted, and Blueberry, It's keto-friendly, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free, and gluten-free. I love the frosted. That's what I've been jamming on lately. Go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a variety pack, and try it today. Our promo code Fightful gets you free shipping. They are so confident about their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money. No questions asked magicspoon.com slash Fightful had several people last week tweeting us uh, tweeting us me and Jimmy Fightful and uh, Eat Magic Spoon on, tw- on Twitter and letting them know that they heard about them from us that helps us out a lot even if you don't order it let them know you heard about them from us that awareness is important so tweet them at Eat Magic Spoon and say hey Fightful told me that you're better than Takis that you're a better breakfast food than Takis oh
1: <sighs> Sean, you would not like to live with me or see what I put in my mouth because it, I eat a lot of bad stuff.
0: In my well, I mean I do too, but in my older age, I can't handle as much spicy stuff. It's very unfortunate. It's very <laughs> sad. It does, it does make me sad because I like I like hot stuff. <sighs> well, I tell you what, Braun Strowman versus Keith Lee was not hot stuff. Colt Badeau says, at least Lee was upset after this match. I would have been too losing to someone who's already hurt. <sighs> So this match was was Braun headbutting Keith in the nutsack, winning with a big boot, and then Keith Lee kicking Braun in the ball sack. Denise, this sucked.
1: If you had told me this was going to happen like a few weeks ago when we had the announcement that Keith Lee was moving to the main roster, I would have never guessed this. (laughs) I had higher hopes (laughs) for Keith Lee, and unfortunately, it's not going as I imagined. No but at least we finally got a finish though, Sean.:
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was a it was a cheap finish. Here's the thing. you don't see Keith Lee in, in many matches on the main roster where a guy and a guy face each other and one of them wins clean. There's always some shenanigans. It, Keith Lee beat up Braun, and Braun, for the second time in four days, was left rolling around crying on the ground. That ain't the guy that got over Denise. That is no. not him. Ah, that is not him. And, and here's the thing. Bet you anything, by this time next week, we're talking about Keith Lee beating Braun Strowman in a match.
1: But does it matter, though?
0: No, next of course. Week? That's that's the point. It doesn't matter. Because Braun's going to lose. They're going to 50-50, this poor guy.
1: Ugh. And the thing is that they even tried like after the match like oh, to get some of his heat back, but it just didn't work. It's like, at the end of the day... He got pinned, and that's what matters. And it's like, don't make the pin not mean anything because it means a lot.
0: Guys, we're heading down the home stretch. Donate a super chat. Your question or statement read on the air. Leave a thumbs up. We are on podcast platforms everywhere. Check it out. We've got a big weekend ahead. Big thanks to the Fightful News staff from David Tease to Jeremy Lambert, Robert DeFelice, Carlos Toro. They're doing great stuff. Check out all the content uh, Shaq's doing over at YouTube.com slash Fightful MMA. He's doing a lot of different content, uh, like the fighters trying not to laugh challenge, fighters predicting, fighters reacting to trash talk, a lot of stuff like that. A lot of stuff you weren't seeing out of other MMA channels. Jose Flores says, Denise is looking for the term literal translation. The best translation would be the grand fat one. Oh, man. Yeah,
1: thank you. That is the best translation. Like, it's not literal. Thank you. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Like, the words are not the literal opposite of what, you know, it is. I get it.
0: I get it. it. But, I mean, here's the thing. We do that every single week on this show. We have a translation that is the grand fat one, and that's bluechew.com, code FIGHTFUL. Drew McIntyre speaks about his upcoming Hell in a Cell match. He says there will be no honor. And then we get one of the weirdest finishes to a show. Orton is Man, sitting. I forgot this happened. Exactly, Denise.
1: <laughs> I s- thought we were done.
0: <laughs> they're sitting in was the like, cage. I oh, over. Orton's sitting in the cage. He cuts a good promo about his experience. And then Drew comes out. And Randy's like, come in here and get me. And thinks that Drew can't do it. But Drew cuts the bolt. And the show's over.
1: Yeah. You know, for a second, I looked at my clock, too. I thought that maybe... Because I watch on Sling TV, and -hmm. I thought I had messed something up or I wasn't getting the finish. But then I saw, like, the little, you know, that little outro logo. And I was like, oh, okay, we're ending here. That's it. So that was it. But you're right. Nothing really happened. I honestly forgot this. we still even had to talk about this segment.
0: We don't. That's all there is to talk about. This was a weird segment. Corey Cropper, a.k.a. Nikita Krylov fan, says, The red hell in a cell is terrible. That's all I got. Yeah, it's dumb. I am interested to see what other angles they can cook up with no live audience. They don't have to worry about who can see what now for the first time ever in a Hell in a Cell. So I'm very interested to see what they do there. However, Denise, I'm more interested to see who you pick to win Hell in a Cell matches because me, you, and Izzy are making Hell in a Cell predictions. And some of you might go... Izzy, that sounds familiar. Well, it should. She got her headband stolen by Sasha Banks years ago at NXT, and she's joining us on Thursday to make her predictions. I want her to shoot on Bailey Denise.
1: I feel like if anybody's going to get her to do that, it'd be you.
0: I mean, honestly.
1: She has no idea what she's coming on board for.
0: Before I have anybody on screen, I, I check their work. I saw her cut a promo that was better than most adult men in wrestling she cut a fantastic promo and i was like this
1: is awesome yes. every week i see her videos on twitter i mean she is consistent and she's constant and she's, she's doing the work
0: she's doing the work and i admire that uh i mean doing the work and she's doing a lot of different stuff so i respect her a lot for that uh make sure you guys check that out i think we're doing it on Thursday. We tentatively have a time scheduled, uh, so we'll be doing that. Evan Wright says, MJF roasting Sean's co-host is good Twitter content. Uh, Yeah, I mean, a lot of wrestlers and people in the companies watch their show, but not a lot of them actively tweet about it for obvious reasons. But I'm back on the show, so I'm going to be the the target now. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. And I'll just take a nap for a half an hour while you do this.
1: Oh, snap. All right. So just go on my Twitter at underscore Denise Salcedo because I'm almost at 10K and that's where I promote everything. I tweet all day, every day, all day long. And I promote everything that I'm doing because I'm working with like a zillion companies. So, and then also please, like, please, 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 check out my Wednesday show with F4W on F4W online that's Speak Now Pro Wrestling with Denise Salcedo and that is like my baby and I'm trying to like really make it like grow and I'm going head to head against SRS so come root for me (laughs) come root for me on there and you know I try to cover you know a lot of different stuff on there you know I've been talking about the G1 this weekend on Wednesday I'm going to be you know talking about the finals of the G1 I'm going to be doing some impact predictions obviously talking about AEW and NXT please check that out and today I announced that I'm going to be working with Collider and pro wrestling sheet which sean just told you about plus i still do wrestle talk with luke and i still do the sports Keto show with rick uccino so just please go on twitter and instagram at underscore denise salcedo and then youtube.com slash denise salcedo subscribe and yeah i'm like everywhere
0: we've got so many videos coming this week denise we are so proud of you for all that you're doing you are doing awesome you are i, I said this to you off the air you are legitimately paving the way for a lot of people. There are going to be a lot of young women who look at Denise Salcedo and they're like, you know what? I can do all this and this and this and this and this. Cause Denise Salcedo is doing it. It is a very male dominated industry and it is going to be harder for you, but you are making it easier for a lot of other people. So you should be very proud of yourself.
1: Thank you. Ro-
0: Roxas Venitus, One sends us away and says, Keith Lee and Retribution pinned in the same night. Guys, that's it. Check out my show Mondays on Inside the Ropes with Kenny McIntosh as well. Almost forgot. Check that out every single week on Inside the Ropes. Until next time, we're out.